Do you want some cake? Culture and arts for kids and everyone. Actually, I made you a chocolate cake, but I've just realised I can't give you any through the radio. Oh. Now I'm going to have to eat all the cake myself. This is a disaster. Anyway, this week, would you like to be in a circus? The ring is looks like a hula hoop attached to a rope that's attached. Would you like to be a clown? or an acrobat, or a lion tamer. We're going to talk to someone who works in the circus. And I'm going to show Tig how to write a really silly poem called a limerick about his favourite TV show. Do you know what the electric picnic is? It's a festival in a huge field, and there are loads of different tents with music and food and surprises, and you can just walk around and go into all kinds of tents, and you don't know what you're going to find. Grace went, and here are some of the things that she heard when she was there. Well, we sat down to have our food, and we had a lovely burger, and we had ice cream. picnic and 
I was thinking about refugees. In the countries where refugees are, there's war and bombs, so they've got to go on boats to other countries that are safe. And some children that are there, they die on the boats. Well, I think that they should be welcome to come into the country. I don't know why people don't let them sometimes. Because you should greet them as friends when they come into the country. I will anyway. Hmm. Grace said she was a bit sad. Do you ever feel sad? It's not a very fun feeling, but it's okay to be sad. Everyone feels sad sometimes. When I feel sad, sometimes I get really angry at myself for being sad. I'm like, oh, why am I sad? I hate being sad. This is the worst day, and now I'm even more sad. And other times I think, okay, I'm sad today. That's all right. I'm just going to let myself feel sad and maybe talk about it, and hopefully it won't last too long. Like I said, everyone feels sad, especially when you think about sad things. And sometimes feeling sad helps you to be nice to other people when they feel sad. Sometimes when I feel sad, I play a game to cheer myself up. Do you want to play the secret microphone game? Because we have a secret microphone and every week we hide it somewhere and you have to listen to what it records and see if you can guess what the sound is. Do you want to play? Okay, let's have a listen. Hmm, what did that sound like? If you didn't get it, don't worry. We'll listen one more time very soon. Cake! Hey, would you like to be in the circus? Would you be a clown or an acrobat or a lion tamer? I wonder what would happen if a clown tried to tame a lion. Do you think the lion would laugh at the clown? Or maybe eat him? Hmm, I don't know. If you're a lion, that clown makeup probably doesn't taste very nice. Maybe that's why clowns wear makeup, to stop the lions eating them. Or maybe clowns just have really bad skin. I bet they wear big shoes to scare the elephants away. If you come near me, Mr. Elephant, I'm going to put my big shoes on your tusks and then you will look very, very silly. And I will look squished. Anyway, Leah went to the Galway Community Circus where she met a lady who works there called Ula. And she even got to try out some acrobatics of her own. Says, Welcome to our circus. I was wondering how you got involved with the circus. Well, I got involved about 10 years ago here in Galway. I used to do circus as a hobby in my home country in Finland when I was about your age. And then when I moved to Galway, uh, I saw an ad in the local paper and uh, the circus was looking for teachers. And I, I started volunteering and, and then from there on I, I got involved. What is your favourite part of the circus? Oh, that's a good question. I think my favourite part is the all the excitement and the nerves and the great joy after once you get ready for a performance and then after the performance when everybody's so so happy and so proud of themselves because they've done a, they've done a really great job. 
Where do you perform in the circus? We perform in many places. So sometimes we perform here in the community hall. We also perform in the in the theatre. So for example, the Black Box Theatre in Galway. Sometimes we perform in big top tents. Uh, we can perform on streets or shopping centre or different kind of venues. So you can you can perform circus anywhere. Really. So this is uh this is our equipment storage room. There's lots of labels all around the place and I'm just reading some of them. So there's contact balls, flower sticks, bean bags, springboards, bucket stilts. I think they all sound really exciting. It looks like a bicycle with one wheel and two tiny wheels and pedals. What's it called? Well, this one is like um, it's like a unicycle, but it has two small kind of assistant uh, wheels. So it's a tiny bit easier than the and the than the unicycles that you can see in here. <laughs> so these ones you you yeah. have to um, practice a little bit to get the balance. Hey Vicky, can I? Uh, can I ask you to, to help us um, mm -hmm. for a bit? We'd like to tr learn and try some circus skills. Yeah, sure. It's kind of a piece of material um, tied to the ceiling. You can. It looks like you would be able to stand in it or sit in it. And then the ring is looks like a hula hoop attached to a rope that's attached to the ceiling. And... There's a crash mat underneath to make sure that you don't hurt yourself when you fall. So, the fabric should be about here. And through. Yeah, there you go. And straighten up your back, up your shoulders. Yes, there you go. That's it. You can twist. Really good. Do you have fun? Yeah. Would you join the circus? Yeah, you might run away with the circus yet. Wow, that sounds like fun. Do you know robots who turn into cars and trucks and dinosaurs? What are they called? They're called Transformers, aren't they? I used to love the cartoon of Transformers. But it's a bit confusing because if you sing the Transformers song in a Dublin or Cork accent, it means something totally different. Here's what the real song sounds like. Transformers If you say that with a Cork accent, it sounds like they're robots in disguise. Like the robots are in the sky. And the same thing happens in a Dublin accent. They're robots in disguise. See, it's very confusing. And when the Transformers were first invented in Japan, the TV show was actually called Fight! Super Robot Lifeform Transformers! There's also a cartoon movie about the Transformers, which used the guy with pointy ears from Star Trek, Leonard Nimoy and a guy who was famous for dressing up as a little old lady, and a guy who made one of the most famous movies ever. And the Transformers cartoon movie was set in the really far future, in the year 2005, which was actually ages ago. More than Transformers. Now we're going to find out the answer to the secret microphone. Were you able to work out what it was? Listen one more time.
do you think that was? A dog or a purple elephant called Wendy who only eats umbrellas on a Wednesday? If you said a purple elephant called Wendy who only eats umbrellas on a Wednesday, you're totally wrong because the elephant's real name is Neve. I can't believe you didn't know that. Also, it was a dog. Have you ever heard of a limerick? I don't mean limerick the city in Ireland. I mean the poem a limerick. They sound a bit like this. Speedy Sam was exploring a cave when he had a very close shave. He stepped on a bear who was sleeping in there. I'm glad Sam was more speedy than brave. Anyway, me and Tig tried to write a limerick together about his favourite TV show and this is what happened. Tyke, do you know what a limerick is? No. Do you know where a limerick is, the place? Kind of. A limerick is also a poem, which has five lines in it. I'll give you an example of a limerick. A good friend of mine lives in Galway. He's clumsy and not in a small way. When we were both boys, he broke two of my toys and my mum made him sleep in the hallway. That sounds cool. How'd you write one? Okay, so the trick is... You have to start out, you need lots of words that rhyme, so you have to start out thinking, what do I want to write a limerick about? Tell me something that you like. The Simpsons. The Simpsons. Okay, brilliant. Let's write a limerick about The Simpsons. Let's write down their names. We've got Homer. Bart. We've got Homer. We've got Marge. We've got Lisa. And then we've got Maggie. Something that's useful in limericks is, it's much easier to use short words than long words. Can we think of things that rhyme with any of the names of The Simpsons? Like anything that rhymes with Homer or uh, Maggie? Maggie, Taggy, Maggie, I don't know. Uh, okay, so things that rhyme with Bart, he could be on the dart. Uh, Bart is in his room playing darts. Yes, he could be playing darts. Uh, he could be on a cart. So do, who do you think is more we, is better to write uh, one about? Bart. <laughs> Bart, okay. So it has to be something like la 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 Bart. A mischievous, a mischievous... A mischievous boy called Bart had a very mischievous heart. You could do that. So, so, so now the second trick to writing a limerick, once you've got all the rhymes is, you want to write the last line first because you want to know what the end's going to be because the end should be the funny bit, really. He could end up... Uh, at the back of a cart. Or what else could happen at the end? Well, he could fart. That could also happen. He might have some kind... He might have eaten too much uh, certain kinds of vegetables Beans. for dinner. Beans, yeah. possibly, yeah. Or, or any other green vegetable, really. There once was a mischievous boy called Bart. He did a lot of farts. No, you see, we want to keep that for the end. So let's think about it. So if he's going to be eating lots of beans or lots of green things, maybe he's doing that for the good of some part of his body. What? Is there any part of your body? Heart. Very good. Beans, beans are wonderful food. The more you eat, the more you too. How about a mischievous boy called Bart heard that beans were good for your heart? Does that fit? That fits, yeah. Okay, let's try That's, that. That fits a lot. Okay. So now we have to have two short lines. This is complete silence here. It's okay, that's allowed. We're thinking, it's thinking time. Thinking time. Uh, he... What do beans usually come in? When you buy them in the shops, where do you, do you get them in, like, a bag? Tins. A tin. So how about he opened a tin, and then what rhymes with tin? And threw it has... in the bin. But that's too long. So uh. it has to be, he opened a tin. So, that, so he opened a tin is one, two, three, four, five sounds. So this next one has to be five sounds as well and end in bin. So we have to have four sounds leading up to bin. He opened a tin. He opened a tin. 
threw it in the bin. Yeah, he opened a tin, threw it in the bin, and then we have to get to our last line. So the last line, the last line has to be eight sounds, so we have seven sounds and then fart. So what can the seven sounds leading up to that be? And soon he was starting to fart. That works for me. Fart. Oh my gosh. I think How we've done it. How did it all end up with this? I know, but I look mean, at that, we've got a limerick. Ladies and gents, well, here's what we've done. <laughs> a mischievous boy called Bart heard that beans were good for his heart. He opened a tin, threw it in the bin, and soon he was starting to fart. <laughs> and that, my friends, is how you write a limerick. And now it's time for... <sighs> the Boring Adult Dish. Features this week were compiled by Emma Power, Anne-Marie Kelly and Alan Meany. Noel Roberts was on sound, the broadcast coordinator was Louise Toll, Martina McGlynn produced, and I'm A.B. Philbin Bowman. We'll talk to you next week. Bye! Mm-hmm.